Good morning. It's good to see you all. I had a, we had a great Christmas. I pray you all did too. We heard from a lot of friends and, and wishing us happy, uh, a Merry Christmas. And everybody we talked to seemed like they was having a good time. So God's good. Amen. I want to bring your attention to this morning. If you would please to Deuteronomy 28. One of my favorite passages of Scripture during this time of the year, or during these times that we're going through, God gives us encouragement. I had a phone call last night, a person very despondent, life not going good, but I can always give them encouragement from the Word of God. And so if you'll turn to Deuteronomy 28, and I want to begin to read in verse 1, please. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, Blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall thou be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket, and thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Go on over to verse 15, if you would please. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statue which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Cursed shall thou be in the city, cursed shall thou be in the field, cursed shall thou be thy basket and thy store, cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Cursed shall thou be when thou comest in, cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. Pray with me, please. Father, we thank you so much for giving us the directions from thy word on how to be blessed and how to watch from being cursed by you. And God, we pray today that you bless your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love these two verses because they contrast one to the other. And verse 6 says, Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Verse 19, Cursed shall thou be when thou comest in, and cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. What I want to know as I read those two verses is what do you got to do to have the blessings of God upon you and keep from being having the curse of God upon you. Now, verse 6 makes it very plain. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in. Blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Now, first of all, the blessings of God upon his people are according to verse 1. Those who hear and obey his word. Notice it has two things there with it. Not only do you hear, but it calls for obeying his word of God. 
verse 1 again says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments. And then look at verse 13 and 14. And the Lord shall make thee head, not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Now, this goes with Matthew 6, verse 33. Matthew 6, 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Uh, we sit around the uh, Christmas tree uh, Saturday, uh, Friday night, I mean, and just had a great time with our uh, children and their kids. And uh, There was 36 of us all together. And, but I like to sit around my big old grand boys and talk about uh, what are you doing now? And uh, how, how is things going with you now? And all of them are being blessed right now of the Lord. And that thrills my soul to see the Lord blessing them. And uh, I, I wanted to let them know that uh, if you serve the Lord first, the Bible says He'll bless you. Now, a lot of people today are facing the possibility of sickness, sorrow, trial, and testings, and we need encouragement from the Lord. Verse, uh, Deuteronomy 28, verse 6 and on gives us some of these encouragements. Number one, we are assured of God's unfailing love. We should be constantly reminding ourselves as God's children, God loves us. Amen. Jeremiah 31, 3 says, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness, I have drawn thee. Now, a lot of Christians think that God only loves them as long as they are good. But the Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 8, God commended his love towards us, and yet while we were sinners, Christ died for us. Then Deuteronomy 28, verse 6 says, Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. In other words, God loves us all the time. Amen? God's love never fails. And also in these dark and uncertain days, we have the guarantee of the Lord's sufficient grace. Now, anyone with any reasoning knows trials and testings and sorrows and tears and losses and disappointments and bereavement will come even to Christians, as well as unsaved. Now the question is, can we feel encouraged as you face these possibilities? And the Bible says, yes, we can. Number two is guarantee of His sufficient grace in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Now, I love to take verses like 2 Corinthians 9 verse 8. God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good word. Now, here, listen to these words for just a minute. I asked for strength that I might achieve. He made me weak that I might obey. I asked for help that I might do great things. Twas given grace that I might be, do better things. I asked for riches that I might be happy. I was given poverty that I might be wise. 
I asked for power that I might have the praise of men. I was given weakness that I might feel the need of God. I asked for all things that I might enjoy life. I was given life that I might enjoy all things. I received nothing that I asked for, all that I hoped for. I like that. Every time I read it, it's a little poem by someone. I don't know who wrote it. I found it in a little book. But every time I read that thing, I know that that's true in my life. That God, I pray for certain things and, and uh, I don't get them. And God gives me something different and it's always better. Amen. Now, number three, we have the guarantee of God's abundant provision. Many of God's people are concerned about how to make ends meet financially in these dark days. Now, <coughs> the rise in the cost of living, money's lost its value, house payments, rent, car payments, everything in the world. But the Christian got to remember Psalms 23, verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If you read Psalms 37, Psalms 34, I love the story also of Elijah in the Bible of how God took care of him in time of trouble, in time of famine. First, God fed him with a brook of cherish. He had enough to eat and drink. Secondly, the brook dried up, but God used a widow at Zarephath. In 1 Kings 17, verses 2 through 16, the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of God. Matthew 6, verse 31 and 33 says, Take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things <coughs> do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth, <coughs> excuse me, you have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Philippians 4.19 My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. <clears throat> I talked to a lady last night and during a conversation a long time, a friend of ours, she's going through a hard time right now, and she had to, she said, you can't believe I have to pay $3,500 a week for somebody to take care of me now. And she said, you think about that for just a minute. <clears throat> and she's got quite a bit of money. She said, how long do you think my riches will last? Well, I don't know how long she'll live, but it ain't going to last long, amen. I had another young man told me he was going <clears> to <throat> sell a piece of property for a million dollars and retire. And I said, son, you can't retire on a million dollars. As young as you are, I think he's about 38 years old. I said, as young as you are, uh, your money will run out in a couple of years if that's all you're depending on. And so you can't retire on no million dollars. It won't last that long. But you know one thing you can retire on, and that's God's Word. God promised us He'd take care of us. Amen. And I'm I'm an example of that. I know He will. Well, so we have the expectation of the Lord's return. James chapter 5, verse 7. The coming of the Lord draweth nigh. I was standing shaving a while ago just before I come to church. And I, 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 I remember when my daddy used to have a bowl and 
he'd heat the water and he'd take that old brush and back then and he'd swab his face and shave and that uh, old razor he had. And I said, boy, I can't wait, as a little boy one day, to shave like my daddy. And I got up this morning and I said, good night, i got to shave again. And I, I got where I hate to shave. I want to be like Chuck one of these days. I'm going to go me the prettiest beard you've seen in your life. I, I'm one of my grandkids come on. He ain't that old. He's, he come in with a beard. I said, hey, Moses, how you doing? I know why I don't want to shave. He's too lazy. I get tired of it. And I was standing there shaving this morning, uh, looking in the mirror, you know, and, and I said, you know, wouldn't it be something if Jesus was to come right now? I look in that mirror and I said, can you imagine being standing here before a mirror shaving and, and just doing a common thing for a few minutes and all of a sudden Jesus would be there and heaven would open and there he would be. I think about that quite a bit in, in just living an everyday life. We worry about everything in the world and Jesus could come in one second in it all. And I believe that. Lastly, we have the certainty of the Lord's welcome home. You know, since I got saved, I've never doubted at all. One of these days, Jesus is coming back and He's welcoming me. I'm going home with Him. Philippians 1.21 says of the Christian, to die is gain. That don't mean to go commit suicide. That means that when I do die, I'm going to gain a brand new life. Amen? At uh, Psalms 116, verse 15. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of His saints. Jesus has said, I go to prepare a place for you. Every time I read that, I like that. I, I like to think about it this way. Jesus went to prepare a place just for me. But so did He for every other Christian. Everybody that's born again, God's got a place for you. And I like this. Nobody can take that place. It's yours. And I thank God the Lord will welcome us home one of these days. Amen. Now let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Look at verse 6. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in. Blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. I want to be blessed to God all the time. Amen. And I just believe you can do it. And God wants to bless His people. And but it, the other side of that is verse 19 Cursed shall thou be when thou comest in and cursed shall thou be when thou goest out now what is the key to being blessed of God all the time or having the curse of God on your life all the time have you ever met somebody that you know real well and it just seems like that everything they do just goes downhill I mean it just seems like that uh, there's just something wrong with them. Everything they do, they're just going downhill all the time. They're never lifted up. They're never happy. And you look at them and say, what's wrong with them? And I'm talking about even people that saved. Now, notice what the Bible says in verse 19. You know what's the matter with them? They have a curse of God on them. Why? Because they won't do what He says to do. That's the only reason. Notice what it says now. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall I be when thou goest out. And then the, if you'll read the rest of the chapter, you'll find that the condition of being blessed and the condition of being cursed is if you want to be blessed, you've got to do what God tells you to do. 
the blessed the, the condition of being cursed of God of everything you touch and do is you don't do what God tells you to do. And, and I, I can guarantee you this. If you want to do right, God will tell you what to do. Now watch verse 9. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Now there's conditions then on being blessed of God. And that is if we'll keep his commandments and if we'll walk in this whole world like he wants us to walk. But the Bible also says that if you want the curse of God on you all the time, you'll go against everything that God wants you to do. Now go down to verse 15. But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the Lord, the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Now, I don't know about you, but uh, my older brother was one of these kind that uh, Daddy would tell us not to do something, he's going to do it or bust. And he just—he always wanted me to go with him and do it. And I just, I just didn't want to do certain things. And I was a little boy, and I still didn't want to do it. But there was a reason I didn't want him to do it. I wanted my daddy to say to me, you're a good little boy for doing something right every once in a while. But I also didn't want the whippings that I would get for doing wrong. And my brother said, I don't care. Whipping don't last long. We'll enjoy it. Amen. And he was just to that case. Well, he got a lot of whippings that I didn't get. And I think about that a great deal when it comes to the child of God. Uh, you know what? I just don't want to be whipped to the Lord all the time. And the Bible makes it very plain in the book of Hebrews, He will chasten His own. He will correct you. He will keep you in line. And uh, correcting a God, brother, is not uh, easy on a person. And I just want to be blessed all the time. I don't want to go under the curse of God. And I found out something. I can't be perfect. I know that. But I can strive to be. I strive to obey God. I strive to keep His commandments. I read His Word. I do everything I can to do what God tells me to do where I can have the blessing of God upon my life. And so I find as we go into these times that we're going into right now, uh, that uh, people don't, and a lot of people, they're looking at uh, their finances, they're looking at, everything they have right now, and they're worried about the future. And I can say to you today, if you'll serve the Lord as best you know how, and do your best obey Him in His Word, God said, I will bless you. Amen? That's enough for me. I just want the blessing of God. And the blessings of God is better than being uh, earning money and keeping it in a bank and having good health. I'd rather have the blessing of God upon my life than anything. And I, I, it's just so much an easier life. Amen? Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful to be in this place with your people. We pray for those, Lord, that's traveling and can't be with us today. We ask you to watch over them. But we're still so thankful to be one of your children today that you watch over us and you protect us. 
Thank you, dear Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much.